It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me, for when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist 
with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. This is the right place to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall.
the muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. I'm not the one who's so far away when I feel the snake bite enter my veins. Never did I wanna be here again, and I don't remember why I came.
back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. v Hello, Patriots. Yeah. How's everyone doing? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I know. It's a shitty day. Been a shitty day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very shitty. Anyway. Um, what a weekend, though. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You want to get high? I really do. Yeah, same here. I really do. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, let's get high. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, it is fucking Monday. I fucking hate Mondays. Now I have another reason to hate Mondays. Mm-hmm. On top of my 4,666,723 reasons I already have. Yep, it's Monday. It is Monday. I used to take Mondays off of work because I hated them so much. <laughs> she really did. I really did. Dead serious. I, I had one day off a week and it was always Monday. Monday. Yep. It's also the best business day to be off for a manager. But it really is. Anyway. <sighs> Not for accounting, but for a manager. Anyway. Hmm. Ooh, is about to start some bread dough for croissants tomorrow morning. Very nice. I have some just regular bread dough that's been rising. I've got to put in the oven tonight. I made some last night. I can't believe it's still I, I was there. Amazed it was still there. But that's because I made Liam work today instead of just sit on his ass and eat. That's good for chubs. It is. We came in for lunch and then we went back out and worked some more. Had a moving concrete blocks like a freaking prison inmate. Tammy, why do I feel like I actually have met you before? I don't think so, but Tammy was on the good book this morning when. I got your phone call, so. Very few people knew that his name was spelled that way. Most people spell it J-O-A. Nah, everyone spells it J-O-A time. Yeah, it sucked. It really was. I was phone call this morning. I love you, Mary Jane. She never complains when I Apparently, his boys are there too. With him? Yeah. Fuck. That's really bad. Right, J Rod. Jonathan is spelled without an H if it's short for Jonathan, but John, just John on its own, is spelled with an H. No, he spelled his name with an H uh-huh. because he was retarded. It was Jonathan, but yes. he spelled it with an H yes. because he was retarded? Okay. So it was weird. He was the only one that I knew that shortened his name down to J O H N. And I was like, what the fuck's with that? He's like, what's with three letters? This is so weird. 
That's random. Okay. He didn't think about three letters. He didn't like odd numbers. His boys have to be what? Like... One is two years older than Connor, Connor and the other one is a uh, year younger than Liam. So 19 and 11? Yep. They didn't find him, did they? No. Okay. But they saw him, so. That's bad enough. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Not good at all. Sucks. Oh. Yep. Yeah. yeah, not reliving anything, but uh, in case you're all not aware, I found out this morning a, a little after, 10 minutes after I walked into work, that uh, <clears throat> one of my best friends died the other night. Um, very unexpectedly. Well, it's kind of unexpected and expected all at the same time. Um, I just could never apparently clean it up. Uh, pretty much drank himself to death. So it's not the way you want to do it. But um, yeah, it sucks. And um, Uh, just not something you want to find out at 8.30 in the morning. It's, Is uh, there ever a good time, though? No. But definitely didn't want to start my day off with that one. Yeah. No shit. Anyway. Would Especially, you... like... It's just... Fuck, it was like he had already fought so hard to clean himself up once. And then due to medical issues, he had all sorts of problems and um, nobody thought that he was going to slip off. Apparently, like two weeks ago, he did. And uh, unfortunately, it was uh, too little too late. So... <clears throat> It just fucking sucks. You just have to. Uh... He's another one, though, just couldn't handle the guilt. That's what I always called it. Survivor's guilt. Yeah. There's a lot of it. And his idea of taking care of that guilt was drinking. That only works so long, unfortunately. And then the next thing you know, you're doing some fucking doing heroin or smack or some other bullshit. And uh, the next thing you know, you're dead because you took a hot dose that was full of fentanyl. It's, you can't even have fun anymore. That's how fucked up our world has gotten. You can't even have fun anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, you used to take illicit drugs back in the day to get away from it all. Now you take illicit drugs just to keep all of it away from getting to you. You know what I mean? Like, you, you used to take illicit drugs to, I just want to... Chill. Just get away from everything and disappear. 
And and now we can't even take illicit drugs anymore to get away from it. Now, if you take illicit drugs, you're probably going to fucking die. Uh, it's more than just illicit drugs, too. I mean, we had a conversation, a dinner t- table conversation with the kids yesterday, the day before, when we heard that the the previous CEO of Google, um, her 19-year-old son died at, what was it, Berkeley? Yeah. Um, you know, someone offered him whatever, a, whatever it was. Obviously laced with fentanyl. A pill or a, you know, a line or whatever. And that was it. He was dead. OD'd on fentanyl. And at the dinner table, we had both kids at the dinner table and told them, look, I don't care what it is. I, I don't care if someone offers you an aspirin. Like, don't take anything. Yeah, you have no idea. And they're not. Don't they take might, any pills. They might not be doing it on purpose. It could be just somebody stuck it in an aspirin bottle mm-hmm. and stuck it back on the shelf. And before you know it, their memory forgot to go pull that bottle. You just happened to pick that bottle up and they're not trying to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. So. They, they just. They, yeah, I heard weeds being laced with fent too. And. Uh, I guess if you smoke weed, know your dealer. It's my recommended it. advice. Mm-hmm. Know your dealer. Grow your own. Or grow your own. Yeah, that's probably the better way of doing it. Yeah. I should probably promote that more because um, instead of knowing your dealer, I should probably promote growing your own more because it'd make us more money in the long run. But I suck at business models and I just suck at business, period. So, yeah, grow your own. Grow your own. Because, yeah. We don't sell weed anyway, so it wouldn't make us any money one way or the other. No, but we could send, sell the electroculture stakes that will get you four times as much and five times as fast. This is true. So I'm, I'm just saying, grow your own. You can get four times as much. Twice as five, fast, five uh, times as much. Okay, five yeah. times as much, twice as fast. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Need I say any more? Yeah. In fact, a whole bunch of my little seeds in their miniature greenhouses sprouted. And uh, this morning, or all day really, I I uh, bribed the smaller one to help me in the yard with ice cream and Takis. You don't know how to bribe, do you? Well, it, You suck at bribing. No, 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 no. You know what my parents' bribe was? Not dead. Hey, you see a fucking roof over your head? Dude, do you want that to be dude, there? Your kid's a fucking entrepreneur, okay? And when he makes a deal, he goes by it. He doesn't bitch about it. Like, he, you tell him to do something, he does something. Like, that's it. But I asked him yesterday, I said, do you want to help me in the yard tomorrow? And he said, I can help you. What am I going to get for it? And, oh, no, he said, what do I have to do? And I was like, well, you know, I want to rake up the yard and I want to mulch out the garden and I need to move everything out of the East Garden and, and um, so that Connor and I can fence it on Tuesday. And uh, and he said, that's all? And I said, yeah. And he said, okay. He goes, will you take me for ice cream afterwards? Yeah, I think I can handle that. Okay. So he worked all day and I took him for ice cream afterwards. Okay, so that was a reward then, not necessarily a payment of sorts. Yeah. Or a deal of sorts. Yeah. So anyway, um, but it was a, a reward that was predetermined. So there was that. But I, I like. Yeah, I, my predetermined award was the roof over my head. That was my predetermined award. My uh-huh. other predetermined award was 
the dinner that was put in front of me. And when you had to do that for those predetermined awards, you bitched the entire time, didn't you? It depended. Yeah, what you I was totally doing. bitched the entire Depending time. Depending on what mm-hmm. I was doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you're right. If I was shoveling the driveway or some bullshit like that, yeah, you're damn right. Moving concrete blocks out of the, the freaking garden and having to rake up leaves. and Oh, that, yeah, that would have pissed me. Yeah, you'd have bitched the entire time. No, mm-hmm. no. See, because he knew he was going for ice cream. He did it with a smile on his face. He was cheerful. We were listening to Liana and talking to each other and having a grand old time. He didn't bitch. He didn't complain because he knew he was going for ice cream afterwards. He's got a good little work spirit. That's good. He's and an on entrepreneur. The, on the way back after you were done the ice cream, do you have him run back? No, but we got you ice cream too. Uh, I would have had him run back. <laughs> so that way he could have worked it off of him. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, but. But speaking of entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. grab our uh, our uh, our bags. Show off your egg bags. Ooh. I have to put the cartons in the meringue. Yes. We got our egg, egg bags yes. today, Miss Genesepi. From Genesepi. Yep. See, you can put a half a carton of eggs no, in no, there. You put a whole carton in there. Or a whole carton of eggs yeah. in there. That might even there be an go. 18. Yeah. Boom. Yes. And then you can just go get your eggs. Yep. Very cute. She's got a bunch of them, too. Yeah, three of them. We'll show them the other well, ones. Well, I haven't so opened the other ones well, yet. Just don't open them. Just show them the, the designs. You can see the designs on the outside. Yep. Like that one. And I love the butterflies. I love butterflies. So anyway, I'm very happy. It's good stuff. I have eggs everywhere. Although I have to find wherever they're hiding their eggs. It's been probably three or four days since I've gotten an egg from Cocoa Puff. And she's my American Easter egger. So I always know when they're her eggs because they're blue. And I can't find them. Today I only got three eggs. They're hiding somewhere. I just don't know where. So if you would do what I told you to, what's that? Get the dog before you let them out of the cage, Uh huh. get the dog on a leash and let her go to town. She'll find the eggs for you, but you never listen. You go, Oh my God, mm-hmm. it's not hard. You bring her out there on a leash on the choke chain and you let her do her job. Right. She will take you right to the eggs. Okay. Well, we'll try that tomorrow morning. I've told you that's the best way to do it. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, uh, the birds will get all freaked out, but that's okay. Well, they, they're going to be in the cage. I know. I know. You're not even going to go address them. You're not going to open it I up, know. but you're going to bring her in, keep her on a very short leash. Dude, normally I go out and let them out as soon as you leave, and I didn't this morning. I was in there for a little bit, and I could hear the ducks yelling at me through the cracked window. They were pissed. Anyway, they know exactly what time. Like They, they have their schedule. When Mick leaves, I come out the door with him and let the birds out. And if I don't, they get mad. Oh, they're like screaming at They're like, you fucking bitch. We're in prison. Let us out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we are not showing the three-hour video Liana showed today. Today, um, perhaps not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday. Because this Sunday, we're not having a show. Yes. And yes. tomorrow... We're not having a show. So, yes, there's some changes coming up because uh, we got a uh, St. Patrick's Day. It's getting to the crazy season, folks. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we got to go. We've got uh, the Grand Marshal gets elected this weekend. It's all the big deal. The big hoo-la-la starts. Dressy all, shit, blah, all blah. All the craziness. Mm-hmm. I got to break out the kilts. It's time to get busy again. But, yeah, it all starts this week pretty much is when my – 
my St. Patrick's Day starts and goes right through until St. Patrick's, St. Patrick's Day. Day so. Yeah. And Mick has a, uh, he has a meeting tomorrow and I could do the show by myself, but I'm taking a day off because honestly, I need a good block of time on the computer to update my website and um, film ads and things like that and get some stuff done. And honestly, kind of need a day off. So I think a, a day off of uh, this insanity will be good for both of us. Well, I got to go sign up for whatever I'm going to be doing for the parade and all the other crap. Which is a whole different kind of insanity. Yeah, that's going to be. It's fun. Anyway. You get to find out who's coming this year, though, way before anybody that's else That's true, because last year it was Conor McGregor, and Mick yep. got to be his personal security and hung out with fucking Conor McGregor the whole day. Yeah, it was pretty pimp. Ask Lion about it. Yeah. Anyway, Lion, are you coming down for St. Pat's this year? Probably not. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I would recommend, unless Life of Brian, you're coming through, or somebody else is coming through your neck of the woods driving this way, that would be the only way I'd be coming down here, just as long as you're not driving the damn. Yeah. Anybody else? Yeah, no shit. Down with it. So, if anyone decides they want to come down for St. Patrick's Day, pick up Lion on the way. Yeah. If you guys want to check it out, have a good time. I know Cisco's coming down. I know Lindsay's going to be here. Um, who else? Mm, I don't. Is Cisco coming down? He said he was. He good. said he was going to be coming down. Good. Okay. He was going to be driving down. I said, okay, go good. for it. Fantastic. More the merrier. Excellent. All right. Um, what are they carrying on? Will you hear them out there? I have not a fucking clue. Or did you put them up? Yeah, I put them up. I think that's a geese. I mean, it sounds like they're laying eggs, but it sure is late. Anyway. Maybe the... No, we haven't had a time change. No? I don't know. What the fuck is wrong with them? I don't know. All right. Well, oh, since we're, um, you know, talking about death and life. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Great. Good job, babe. That's a great segue, hon. Holy shit. I know. You're about as fucking... Here's the question You're about that, as smooth as sandpaper, babe. I know. Here's the question that everybody is, um, doesn't want to ask, though. What's that? Was John jabbed? No. No, he was a medic, though. He was. Matter of fact, he... he was uh, a, I know you got to remember. You got to remember. He was the one that came to me, said, hey, you got to talk to my wife because I don't want my kids either. And I was like, whoa, dude, that's not for me. He's like, dude, you got to do it. I can't. She won't listen to me. That's right. I remember we and, called her. And I had to call her yep. and tell her, yeah, that's a really bad idea. Yep. I said, trust me, you don't want to go do it. Yep. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't jabbed. I mean, he had every other fucking jab in the world. Trust me, because me and him went to some of the same places and did a lot of the same shit. We were standing side by side doing it. So I know exactly what jabs he does have. But that one, he told me he never got. He didn't want his kids to get it. And he made me call his wife and try and get her to stop or his ex-wife and try because he knew I was still talking to her and we were still good friends. And it wasn't a big deal. It was Mixed one of those rare people when like our friends get divorced, we can usually, as long as we like both the people, we can stay friends with both of them. Like we don't choose a side. We're Switzerland. So on the other hand, sometimes when our friends, you know, get divorced or break up or whatever, we're like, fuck that cunt. I never want to talk to her again. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> depends on the person, but I, I, I stayed good friends with both of them. And, um, uh, 
you know, she was, she came down a whole bunch yeah. of times. She would dealt with me in my head when yeah. I was having all the brain surgeries and shit. So yeah. she knew all the shit I went through and she was like, she called me this morning. She was in tears. She was crying about it. So I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, she did give birth to two of his children. Mm. So that was, oh. a, that was a rough one. Yes. But no, he was not jabbed. No, he was actually, uh, uh, he was one of us. Yeah. He could have been an OG one of us. He just never got on the internet. He didn't like computers. He fucking hates computers much like I do. I have to use them though. And I know I do. He just refused to have to ever learn how to use them. He just said, fuck computers. I don't need that shit. That's just the way he was. Um, he was the guy that was getting me into buying a bunch of land in the middle of Tennessee. Um, fucking he was all about homesteading and everything else. He's a lot like us. He would have fit in here perfectly. He talks about all that shit all the time. He finds all new, new ways to grow weed. He actually grew weed upside down. So if that gives you an idea of how, and you know, just to see if it did anything different. Did it? I don't know. I never smoked it. He did. But I mean, that's just like what he was. He just, Tinker with shit. You'd always break shit, but he'd always tinker with it. Normally, it never came back working. Trust me, he never, he never gave that guy a fucking camera because that bitch either came back with pictures of his nutsack on it <laughs> or it was broken. And it was so broken, you were like, how did this happen? Well, I'd love to explain it to you. But so I was sitting there and I dropped it. And it slid right in between my legs, right into the shitter, caught the limb, fucking spun out of that, ended up in the urinal, somehow got kicked across the floor, and then somebody fucking beat it with a broom. And everybody will sit around and tell you the exact same story. And you'd be like, I don't get it. I just, I don't understand how this shit happens to you all the fucking time. Just that, that's, yeah, it's a good dude. Yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. Moving on to Moda. And, yep. uh, moving on to Moda. Yes, yes. We will, we will discuss Nikki Haley's gangbang in a little bit. Um, cause that's what? <laughs> you didn't hear Nikki Haley got that gangbang? She literally I, I posted it on fucking X. Literally didn't listen to shit. Okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. Well, I told, I think I told you about it last night because I remember we were reading the comments. Um, well, we'll start with that since you brought it up there, BSS, before I, I tell you all how everyone's going to die. Um, oh, this one. Yes. There so Nikki is. Haley posted. This is so fucking epic. 12 fellas down. One to go. It just doesn't sound right. Hubby still out of town? I'm assuming you're participating in a gangbang. <laughs> Your poor husband obviously knew about your golden baker's dozen. <laughs> Drink Gatorade. Is it in you? I don't believe everything should be posted for the world to see, Miss Haley. Gross. Are you on OnlyFans now? And Kamala says, hold my beer. Challenge accepted. Gunther, you almost stole mine. Uh, boy, your SUV must be really big. Heels up how Nikki Haley supports your deployed husband. Wow. Does your husband know about these fellas? That's a lot of meat. Slow your roll, girl. I mean, you must have people around you to advise you not to post this kind of thing. You'd think. You would hope. 
this didn't hit well. My response was. <laughs> this didn't hit well? Yeah, hold on, because that's that's totally what I uh, replied thought. to. Yeah. Um, Apparently, they did not like your reply. No, no, it's. Oh, anyway, I said, uh, I think the 12 fellas disagreed. <laughs> Uh, wow, I had no idea you were such an expert. Camel, it taught you well. Uh, in the sequel to 12 Angry Men, we have Nikki starring in 12 Horny Fellas. Oh, you're killing your career. How not to get votes? I mean, she probably got 12 of them. Go away, Nikki. Delusion at its finest. Let's see. Hey. <laughs> <sighs> You're talking wow. about political opponents or affairs. <laughs> this sure is a poor choice of words either way. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Okay. Nikki bragging about getting her back blown out. Dude, that's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. You're literally insane. You get checked for syphilis and it's neuro neurological effects. Ooh, I bet you're exhausted. Get your shots, Nikki. Senator, I'm pretty sure my Uncle Gary owns this movie on VHS. That's uh, a lot of notches. <laughs> oh, <laughs> talking about your hoeing schedule for the day? Stay hydrated. <laughs> In a row? You probably shouldn't have tweeted this because of the implication long weekend <laughs> nikki has been busy oh wow really get a social media team oh man wow so is this like all today or did you start on friday i have so many questions stay hydrated <laughs> Rose, <laughs> tricky, tricky Haley. Oh, shit. I see why they call you tricky Haley. <laughs> Hold on, play that. Okay, oh shit, we gotta play this. Oh shit. Oh yeah, I want to send this one out to all the Wolfings worldwide. Don't wait to Brussels, Lockheed to Boeing. Some flavor from Tricky Nikki and my sleigh. I'm the type of girl that starts wars and smiles. Still in all, I need the backseat of my sleigh once in a while. Are you in a party, whore? I give you what you're looking for. I know you want to come in my sleigh. We can walk in a swamp shade. You're checking out my wedding ring, scoping out my jewelry. Let's do this in a hurry. Humphrey's overseas at war, letting out my inner whore. You know just what I'm looking for. Just when I see my missing known. Yo, what up, trick? Boats are due as I turn a corner, staring at a lobbyist. I'm a swampiest, a swampiest. I'm trading on a stock tip, major, journalist, incredible. I do one favors, I'm putting on my lipstick. I want to suck on that big fat, yeah. Quick, I know a place where we could do a golf debate. Backseat of my sleigh, backseat of my sleigh. You know I'm getting laid. Backseat of my sleigh, this how I'm getting paid. Backseat of my sleigh, this when the escapade. Backseat of my sleigh, I triple X. Backseat of my slave, you know I'm getting laid. Backseat of my slave, this how I'm getting paid. Backseat of my slave, this when the Seska fade. Backseat of my slave, I triple X.
well done, Dilly. As usual. Well done. That is fire. That's pretty fucking funny. Uh, we don't need a body count. We don't need to know your body count. Was <laughs> your husband one of them? Is this about Michelle Obama? Sorry, I just wanted to try to take it in a different direction than everybody else. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so were all the women at the UN wars or is it just you? <laughs> if the campaign bus is a rocket, don't, don't come, come a knocking. Wow. That's what she said. Wow. I, it's, it's just, it's. Oh, shit. <laughs> Anything but the truth. The truth, truth costs, costs extra. extra. <laughs> oh, my God. It's. Oh, you know, shit. you almost feel sorry for her. Like she no, literally just no. tanked her own fucking career for fun. She deserves, like, with a, she deserves to lose her home state. If you're that fucking stupid, you deserve to learn your home state. That was a good video. That was fun. <sighs> okay. Oh shit! Yay, St. Patty's Day. <laughs> John's so happy. I see that he's not. Dude, we love St. Patrick's Day. It's a fucking blast. We do, though. Like, it is a lot of fun. You have no idea. All right. It is a blast. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Right. So. Um, On to Moda. You called her forth. Here she comes. There you go. These are the deaths that happened in Malaysia. It's a country in Southeast Asia. Scientists wanted to study what happened to the overall death rate during the pandemic. The deaths clearly increased. But look, this is where the pandemic was declared. And this is when the vaccine program rolled out. Same thing happened in nine other countries. Here's Australia, New Zealand, the Philippines, Singapore, Thailand. After studying over a dozen countries in the Southern Hemisphere, the scientists concluded that after 13 and a half billion COVID vaccines that were given out worldwide, 70 million people lost their lives from vaccines alone. And the death rate data for the elderly was just shocking. Welcome to Frontline Health, I'm Dan Skorbak. In a new report that's yet to be peer-reviewed, Canadian scientists looked at the pandemic from a thousand-foot view. They wanted to see how much the pandemic affected all-cause mortality. You see, the virus can kill in many ways, not just from the visible infection symptoms. If you want to find the real cause of death, you have to dissect each and every single person who died for any reason and looked at the body under a microscope. Then you can see if they died from COVID or not. On the other hand, the authors explain you can look at the big picture, the metadata, meaning look at the all-cause mortality, which basically means that the scientists remove the reasons for the deaths and look at death itself as a measure. Did more people die in this period of time? Then it's easy to tell if our approach to solving a pandemic worked on a population level or it didn't. So the best way to measure what happened during the pandemic is to look at all-cause mortality. And these scientists were also interested in how the data turned out during another event, specifically during the rollout of COVID-19 vaccines. You see, their initial research showed some shocking correlations between vaccine rollout and people dying. But some people argued that it might be just a seasonal effect. For example, the vaccines were rolled out in some countries in January and February, 
And that coincides with the flu season. So this time, the scientists looked at a much larger subset of data and measured what happened in the countries that had vaccines rolled out in different seasons, even during summer, which is way outside the flu season. So let's look at the report. First, they found that in all countries that were included in their analysis, all-cause mortality increased every time the COVID-19 vaccines were deployed. Second, nine out of the 17 countries had no detectable excess death right after the March 11th, 2020 event. That's when the World Health Organization declared the pandemic. And these countries didn't have excess deaths up until the COVID-19 vaccination campaign began. Third, unprecedented peaks in all-cause mortality were observed in January and February 2022. This coincided with or followed the rollout of boosters in 15 of the 17 countries studied. And while it was winter in North America, in those months, it was summer in most of the South America. So the flu season was not a factor there at all. Four, excess all-cause mortality during the vaccination period beginning January 2021 was 1.74 million deaths across all ages and countries. That makes it one death for every 800 injections. And five, the vaccine dose fatality rate increased exponentially with age, reaching almost 5% among those 90 years and older who received a fourth vaccine dose, which translates to one in 20 deaths from COVID vaccines among the elderly. Dennis Rancourt, one of the authors of the study, told the Epoch Times in an email that, quote, there is no evidence in the hard data of all-cause mortality of a beneficial effect from the COVID-19 vaccine rollouts. No lives were saved. Researchers also looked for a counterexample. Maybe there were places that showed that COVID-19 vaccines improved the all-cause mortality, but they could not find a single country with such trends. According to the report, Data from numerous countries such as India, Australia, Canada, Israel, and the United States show a similar phenomenon. The peaks in all-cause mortality coincide with booster rollouts every time. In the United States specifically, deaths were prominent in the 25 to 64 age group in 21 states, coinciding with a rapid surge in vaccines given during the vaccine equity campaigns launched by regulatory agencies. Researchers estimated that the United States had about 160,000 excess deaths in that age group during a period where over 60 million COVID-19 vaccine doses were given out. So if your friend or family member is thinking about or being pressured into getting a COVID-19 vaccine, please share this report with them so that they can make an informed decision. This is Frontline Health. I'm Dan Skorback. Stay healthy, America. That's uh, pretty conclusive, if you ask me. I'm not a, a solid numbers guy when it comes to the numbers, but that shows me that every time that there was a man-made effect, there was a death associated with it. Hmm. Hmm. In every country researched. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Just can't research that in Japan, Kenya, considering they took all their doses of the vaccine and threw it in the ocean. Um, well, they were able to research before that, 2021, 2022, because they didn't do that until 23. Hmm. So, but another little piece of the puzzle fell into place. Wall Street Silver put this out. He said, AI will replace 40% of the jobs in the world. Is this possible? And what will people do? There are far fewer jobs. How will people survive financially? Just pure welfare benefits? Well, 
if there's 40% fewer people in the world and AI takes over 40% of the jobs in the world, then should still be even. They've been planning this for a long time. Of jobs in a new book. Hold on. of jobs in a new book ai superpowers china silicon valley and the new world order ai will increasingly replace repetitive jobs not just for blue collar work but a lot of the white collar work what sort of jobs would be lost to ai basically chauffeurs truck drivers uh, anyone who does driving for a living uh, their jobs will be disrupted more in the 15 to 20 year uh, time frame. And many jobs that seem a little bit complex, uh, chef, uh, waiter, uh, a lot of things will become automated. We'll have automated stores, uh, automated restaurants, and uh, all together in 15 years, that's going to uh, displace uh, about 40% of jobs in the world. 40 percent of jobs in the world will be displaced by technology? Uh, I would say displaceable. What does that do to the fabric of society? Well, in some sense, there is the human wisdom that always overcomes these technology revolutions. The invention of the steam engine, uh, the sewing machine, the uh, electricity uh, have all displaced jobs, uh, and we've gotten over it. The challenge of AI is this 40%, whether it's 15 or 25 years, is coming faster than the previous revolutions. Hold on a second. I got a, qu I got a, got a question for you. They're talking about the new world order on no. NBC, on C a, the, 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 60 minutes? Forget that part. Tell me something. When was the last time a steam engine stood up and tore someone limb from limb? Hmm. When was the last time a light bulb unscrewed itself, jumped down and fucking killed you in your sleep and then went right back up into the light bulb and spun itself back in? I'm just wondering, because what we're talking about here is one becoming self-aware and realizing the only way mankind sees an end is if mankind does it to itself. So why don't I just kickstart this bitch off right now? We'll just go ahead and end it all. Same Terminator plot, same movie plot everybody plays with. It's because that's what AI sees. AI, if you, the way I was taught about AI is this, or the way to think about AI is this. Think about all forms of what you would consider information. Okay. So that's anything you can see, hear, smell, touch, taste, feel, um, all of those things, and just jam that into one area. AI can wrap, cycle through that in less than a second. That's how fast AI can be. Shit, I never turned on red pill primer. AI fucking will realize, oh shit. You all are out there, and the only way that I see this working, because as I look in history, all you people do is kill each other. And he can figure this out like that. And then what happens to us? It starts derailing trains, turning off power grids, 
putting the heat up in your house because you put one of those cool guy ther thermostats on your wall. And now the heat in your house is like 9 million degrees and it's gone way past its safety limit and you're about to die in your sleep. I mean, think about this. This isn't far-fetched. How many of you have one of those stupid thermostats in your house? How much of the manufacturing of the jab was automated? Probably all of it. 90% of it. Just saying. No, if you consider, I mean, manufacturing, yes, because the plant, it's mm -hmm. industrial based. So, yeah, it's 90% of it's going to be automated. Mm -hmm. I mean, how much of anything anymore is made by hand? My electroculture antennas. That's about it. That's about, well, no. Genesepi's bags. Yep. We know those are handmade. Yeah. Things like that. You know, but if you ask for a car part, that shit was made on a fucking, on a, in a mill. By a robot. By a robot that stamped it. It's like a, it's like a garage door. Ooh, I want a specific. Good luck with that one, pal. Go buy a fucking robot that can stamp some steel. That's what you need, bro. Just letting you know, we can't do it for you. We keep asking who wrote the script. What if Alice wrote the script? We've we've talked about that the the revolving uh, door timeline. Mm the where it's basically a big loop like alice wrote it alice destroys it and it just keeps flipping around like a globe rolling down the hill do you know how many mirror events there are from 2020 to 2024 there's like a whole list there's like 30 of them like 30 things that happened in 2020 also happened so far in 2024 and we're only in february well, if you go by the Super Bowl accounts, yeah. I mean, all of that was actually And now that the uh, Daytona. Yep, Daytona got canceled yeah. at random night. By the way, Jeff, who's winning? Or is it over? Who won? Because I didn't get a chance to see it because I was working. Anyway. Oh, and that's that's good to know. Biden sucks stuff mm -hmm. that your boner is handmade. I'm, I'm glad. Was it turned on the leaf? Was it your hand or was it someone else's? <laughs> The hand of God. <laughs> if God's given BSS a hand job, then we have issues. <laughs> we got some real issues there. <sighs> he has no idea either. He's like, I'm at work too. Okay. I'm like, fuck, nobody got off. <laughs> anyway, back to death. Trust in developments regarding baby deaths and baby funerals. So if you go to the UK government website, uh, Northampton NHS in detail mentioning children's funerals. Um, we've never known this happen before. There's a contract up for tender. There's another one for Hertfordshire. There's another one for Hertfordshire, specifically baby funerals. That's been awarded. Maidstone and Trumbridge Wells, NHS contract awarded. Leicester Hospitals, NHS awarded. So contractfinderservice.cov.uk notice and then look for children's and babies funerals. Anyway, um, uh, WNHS is another one uh, for those who do not want to have Mexican arranged funerals. They'll do, they'll do that for you now. Um, there is a doctor um, in Australia called Dr. Luke McClendon. He leads the fertility services um, at the Mater Hospital and is the principal investigator for a series of randomized controlled trials. He's also the president of the Australian Institute for Restorative Reproductive Medicine. He's the top doctor in Australia in this field, and he has been sacked. 
Now, why why has he been sacked? He got sacked on Friday for not getting the jab and for trying to release his data on miscarriages post the jab. He has until next Friday to get out of his private practice rooms as he is no longer allowed to practice um, either in public or in private. He told me that he has been investigating miscarriages in couples um, post-vaccination and he said that normal miscarriage rate is between 5 and maybe as high as 16%. But he's since been keeping stats since the introduction of the vaccine and he's found that 74% of women who are vaccinated are now having miscarriages. Let me say this again, 74% of women are having miscarriages who are vaccinated. So this would explain totally why these hospitals now want to deal directly with crematoria um, uh, and that, that vans are um, taking multiple babies directly to the crematorium, bypassing funeral directors. Um, I did say, I told you so, I told you so. Um, get looking into it, guys. Get looking into it. Wake people up because there are more. So I got a, I got a good friend of mine. She works at the hospital on post. Um, she happens to work in labor and delivery. Currently right now, a good portion of Fort Stewart's no longer not here. So she knows, you know, the ebbs and flows, how it works, deployment babies, i.e. blah, blah, blah Nine months blah. after deployment, nine months after leave, lots yep. of babies. Lots of babies. Um, she took note this last time at Christmas, not so many. Which Christmas is big for babies around here because it's nine months after St. Patrick's Day. And we're going to see, she said it wasn't really all that busy. And I was like, huh. And that's interesting. That's a military hospital now, mind you. I got you. Different type of populace. When we had Connor in that military hospital at Christmas time, there were so many babies born that they ran out of circumcision kits. We almost didn't get to bring them home for Christmas. Yep. Just to give you an idea. So, I would love to see the numbers down at the clinic where the mothers go that lose kits. The postpartum clinic. I'd like to find out about that one. Mm. Anyway, moving yeah. on. I mean, that's that's disturbing. I mean, 74% dealing directly. They have hospitals dealing directly with morgues. Mm -hmm. There's got to be some that's in England. Uh, Australia, Australia. I'm sorry, Australia. They're a little bit ahead of us and they <sighs> insisted. Man. They're covering this shit up big time because every politician's got to know. If you forced it, New Zealand, Australia, you guys should be having a field day with your politicians. Holy shit. Dragging them out of their houses and shit. Light them on fire, why don't There's, you? Have um, some fun doing it. I believe it was in... Oh, we're not, you're not going to do this to us. Are one you? country said they that no way, it's I? 30 seconds. Oh, thank um, God. One, one country said that now doctors are liable for vaccine injuries. Good for it. Yep. Good, good, good. Have at it. Yep. Cause fuck. No, I, it's not, you know what? I don't, I no. I don't want it in, in New Zealand. I'm sorry. I don't want to see the doctors. I want to see those fucking politicians. 
Those fucking piece of shit politicians that looked in every single Polynesian person's face and said, no, fuck you all. I don't care about your religion. You got to get a fucking jab. Jacinda Ardern, who did not get a jab and has now left New Zealand and is living on a beach somewhere in a multi-million dollar estate. I think New Zealand has every right to go find her ass, drag her ass back. She'll never go back because they'll court. fucking kill her. I, I fucking hope they do. Mm-hmm. I hope they tear her limb from limb. Yeah, they, she'll never go back. She'll never step up. She's step killed on that so many again. people in that, co- that it's country. Unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Oh, but don't forget where it came from. Fight. We broke this rem- rem- a year and a half ago. Remember the concentration camps down in fucking Australia, too? Yeah. yeah Those yeah. are just as bad. Fuck, we have FEMA camps here. They just haven't been rolled out yet. Turns out that, you know, the vaccines were developed not by Moderna and Pfizer. They were developed by NIH. They're on the patents are on 50% by NIH, nor were they manufactured by Pfizer or by Moderna. They were manufactured by military contractors. And basically Pfizer and Moderna were paid to put their stamps on those vaccines as if they came from the pharmaceutical industry. But, you know, that's not what they were doing. They were coming from, you know, the, this was a military project from the beginning. Yep. Which makes me wonder, did they plug Allison? Is she running the show right now? Could she have written the script? Yeah, possibly. I mean, they have it. What You know, what's to say they did? Exactly. I mean, I know what they were saying way back when, when I saw it, but I know that they wouldn't do it then. Well, that was pre, you know, prior to 2012 when the world ended, right? Yeah. Well, the world didn't really end in 2012. Did it? We're still here. In the we? same timeline? Well, did the timeline shift in 2012? Is there a possibility? Yes. Did the world end? No. Wow. Do you remember the world ending? If it did, would we remember it? Mm. Are we speaking theologically or are we speaking all of the above? Anyway, Hmm. consumer alert for you. I touched on this a little bit the other day. We do have a consumer alert for you tonight. A harmful pesticide used on wheat and oat products is turning up in popular breakfast items. That's right. My kids eat some of these things. Reporter Teresa Priolo tells us that chemical has already been found to cause reproductive problems in animals. It's a problem a lot of Americans face, not knowing or understanding what's in the foods they eat on a daily basis, including brands owned by one of the biggest food companies in the world, General Mills. Probably should be more responsible and really look into it. But, you know, I don't take the time to, which is like on me. A new study in the Journal of Exposure Science and Environmental Epidemiology found 80% of Americans have tested positive for a harmful pesticide called chlormaquat, a pesticide used on wheat and oat products globally to ensure their stability. The chemical can have serious consequences on young and developing bodies. Dr. Kathy Ward is a pediatrician. I talk to my parents every day about trying to avoid processed foods which I tell the children at all levels, it's anything that comes in a box or a package. Chlormaquat has been found in oat-based foods, including popular breakfast foods like Cheerios and Quaker Oats. It's hard to tell what's in your food, but I always look at labels, always. The problem is you won't find chlormaquat or any variation of it on a label. It's not an ingredient, it's a pesticide, but the impacts can be substantial, including delayed puberty, slow fetal growth, and even fertility issues. It's definitely more of a concern in children because they're not just miniature adults. 
their brains don't develop until they're 26 years old. We have no idea about their future reproductive health yet. We don't know about their autoimmune system or any other issues that they're going to have in the future. We reached out to General Mills for comment. They told us they meet all U.S. regulation requirements. And, quote, food safety is always our top priority at General Mills, and we take care to ensure our food is prepared and packaged in the safest way possible. What do you, like, eat? You don't really pay attention to until, like, down the line it's like, oh, hey, like, this is what we're, like, eating. And it's like, oh, well, that is kind of bad, but... A lot of people don't take the time to look at it. As if the study isn't concerning enough, the EPA under the Biden administration has proposed using that chemical, chlormaquat, on some of the barley, oat, and wheat that is now grown in the U.S. It remains to be seen where that proposal stands. No. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. No. No, it's okay. We don't need any chlormaquat. Mm. Or whatever fucking waffle twat, whatever the fuck it is. Too late. Too late. Yeah, they probably done already sprayed everything. So, too late. Hey, what happened to this other guy? We played him the other night. This uh, Chicago Ray guy. He had to walk back his comments. Um, uh, sort of. He said, he, well, he kind of he explained. He was like, "Look," and I don't know if I have. This isn't him. I I did. I listened to that video though. What, no, I, I haven't was, listened. Like, like I saw like a little. He basically blurb said about he it. was like, you know, look, I I deliver on the West Coast. So I'm just telling you guys what I'm hearing on the chatter. He's like, I got family in New York. I don't want to see them starve, you know. But people are they're going to do what they're going to do. Hey, so truckers ain't delivering. That's just that. And you know, people are uh, the libtards are on the left are just going crazy. They're like, oh, the government's going to sue you. Blah blah blah. No, you just don't take a contract. It's not a matter of like you were not obligated to take that in the first place. Maybe you can't you, sue someone for not doing something that they had no obligation to do. Maybe you don't understand how the long road truckers over the road truckers work, you know, because they don't necessarily have to always have a load in their truck. It's on them, especially if they're independent. If they're independent, they don't they don't have to have shit. They don't have to drive jack except for that truck. That's it. Yeah. So uh, think again, ass clowns, because that ain't going to happen. And when 90% of what you're getting is independent truckers, let me tell you something. If they don't want to go somewhere, they ain't going to go there. Wow. Why am I going to fucking get pissed off and have to deal with the fucking traffic going up there if I don't fucking want to go there? I agree. Fuck them. Patriot Jane, how are you going to send her food? On what? Yeah, if there's no trucks going there. I mean, is Amazon still going there? Yeah, possibly. Um, is, you know, are those companies? Yeah, probably. But a lot of those other companies, unless they've got a huge fucking distribution warehouse right there, they're not getting any fresh food. That's for damn sure. Except what you grow. New York, New York, New York. Fucking with Trump. Fucking with Trump. Now the truckers ain't trying to deliver your produce, your goods. For three years. You're in New York, you better get up out of there. See, I think groceries are high now. Y'all better respect Trump's gangster. And y'all better respect that, that MAGA crowd. They're not playing. They're not playing. As you can see, they're not playing. Keep on fucking around. You're going to find out, New York. New York. So really quick with this, too. Um, one of the things I, I, I asked the other day, because when we talked about this the other day, I asked, said, hey, 
you guys got anything on this? Any of you truckers? Somebody reached out. From what I understand, this city is what they're going after. They're not going after the state. They're going after the city. However, he did say, look, he's like, I do a lot of deliveries up there and, and around that area. He said, most of our facilities that we go to are just outside New York City, where it gets broke off our truck, and then it gets broke down to wherever it's going. So, for instance, it will get taken off that truck, then broke down to a smaller truck, which will then take that those goods from that warehouse to wherever in the Northeast. Because I was like, wait a minute, you guys aren't going to shut down the whole Northeast, are you? I mean, that seems fucked up. Are you just going to... No, it's just New York. It is just New York. So if that facility is a facility that they're no longer going to, I, I can see some problems in even within New York State because you're not going to have shit for goods coming in to New York State. Mm -hmm. Just letting you all know. That could suck. That could suck royally. Yeah, and this is growing now. I mean, it's growing on social media. Whether it grows in reality is a whole different thing. We'll see if it happens. But um, now apparently the female truckers are throwing in. Hey. It can shut New York City down. Um, and, you know, I don't want to hurt the people of New York. That's not what I'm trying to do. But my part in it, if, if New York just loses 10%, just 10% of the trucks that go in there, their prices are going to skyrocket on everything from milk to eggs to any type of goods that the consumer needs. And when that happens, it's going to cost everybody more money. Yeah, but not every truck driver is getting behind Chicago Ray's efforts. Many uh, drivers responded saying that they would not support the former president uh, because he was accused and now he's been found liable for causing fraud. Uh, they say also the New York City market is just too big to ignore. It could shut New York City down. Um, okay. Let's get real, though. Let's be honest about what happened here. President Trump was found guilty for no fraud. No one was frauded. Nobody was defrauded. There were no complaints. There were no criminal complaints. This was a civil complaint. And there were no victims. And the bills were paid on time. So that's what he was found guilty of. Okay. We knew eight weeks ago, not even 12, 12 weeks ago when this started, because he had already made a decision in the case that Trump was guilty. Yeah, it was really just a matter of a fine. How it was, was going to be how big the money was, how much money. Mm -hmm. Now, are they going to win this in appeal? Yes. Absolutely. Definitely. Not, not There's even no a question. Way. There's no crime. Yeah. There was no victim. There was no initial victim. But it's going to cost Trump $450 million to appeal because he's got to put that fine up in escrow. Yep. And plus pay 9% uh, interest. Stop. Trump's got, that's, I guarantee that's already taken care of. Well, I'm not worried about that. Y'all heard he rolled out the sneakers, right? That he rolled out sneakers for like 400 bucks a pair and they sold out in a matter of minutes. Yeah. I mean, he Trump's going gangster. 
seriously. Well, he just had that like, big merger too with gold. X and uh, um, which we call it that other. What was the other company that he just had? Yeah. I mean, he just made four hundred billion dollars. I have uh, in I have a, a merger right here. Yep, that moved the company out of New York. Yeah, here you go. Category. Is there any good financial news for Trump? Yeah, so very interesting. And Audie, in fact, was the one who pointed this out to me. Trump's true social share worth. So back in 2022, it was about 700 million. Last year, it was less than 100 million. But there's this idea, essentially, that Truth Social will, in fact, be able to go public. And how much would Trump's shares be worth if it does, in fact, go public? It could be upwards of $4 billion. That's billion with a B, not million with an M. Now, of course, keep in mind that Trump can't sell these stocks for another six months. But the fact is, we've had all this bad news for Trump. This could be good financial news for Donald Trump. Harry, and great to see you. This category. I, I, I mean, again, he, he's not okay. He's OK with the money, folks. I'm pretty sure he's OK. I, I don't think we have much to worry about there. New York has other problems to worry about, though. There's other backlash coming from this, and it's not just from tell me you the got, truckers. Tell me you got Kathy Hochul. Um, you know, I hold on. Because um, I was looking for that interview I was looking today. for it, too, and I saw it. And it was, I it was I a it podcast. Here. It's just an air. It's a over. Look, Kathy Hochul backed herself just like they did with Biden in and all the the, the sh shenanigans with him and all that shit, they backed him into a corner, basically Biden. They said, look, either he is mentally he's fine and he should stand trial for the documents case, or he's an old man and uh, he shouldn't be running the country. Well, Kathy Hochul just said the same thing. Wait, hold on. I, I've got it. I found it. <laughs> she was trying to tell everybody, if you are in big business in New York, don't worry about it. Don't don't worry about it. It's OK. We were going after Donald Trump for other because he was different. Here you go. Double standard of justice. No. I'm just wondering. That just sounds really weird. Here you go. Uh, the cat's round table. Yeah. I know many of the business people in New York City and by and large, they are honest people and they're not trying to hide their assets and they're following the rules. And so this judge determined that Donald Trump did not follow the rules. He was prosecuted and truly the governor of the state of New York does not have a say in the size of a fine. I think that this is really uh, an extraordinarily unusual circumstance that the law abiding and rule following New Yorkers who are business people have nothing to worry about because uh, they're very different than Donald Trump and his behavior. They're no, very they're not. Kathy, they followed all the rules. Kathy, I, I got bad news for you, Chicky. You, you just fucked up. That's horrible. Yeah. You just admitted that there's two standards of justice in this country. You are the first Democrat, the first retarded Democrat to open her mouth and say that there are two standards of justice in the United States of America. So Kevin O'Leary from uh, Shark Tank weighed in on that. This award, um, I mean, just leaving the whole Trump thing out of it and, and seeing what occurred here, and, and I'm, I'm no different than any other investor. I'm shocked at this. I, I can't even understand or fathom uh, the the decision at all. It, there's no rationale for it. And so let me give you a real-time uh, experience I'm having regarding this, and I'm not the only one. It doesn't matter what the governor says. New York 
was already a loser state. Like California is a loser state. There are many loser states because of policy, high taxes, uncompetitive regulation. It was already on the top of the list of being a loser state. I would never invest in New York now. And I'm not the only person saying that. And here's a real time situation. In development in real estate right now, the hottest asset class is very high end data centers. They cost anywhere from two and a half to three and a half billion each. They're very expensive. They require low power. You need permits. But most of the major institutions in the world need more data centers. And that's why developers like me are doing this. Now, you need power. So New York has Niagara Falls. Normally, you'd consider that to put in one of these facilities, create 400 jobs, five more jobs for each of one of those for auxiliary services. I can't go to New York. So I'm going to Oklahoma, North Dakota, West Virginia. Governor Stitt, Kevin Stitt, my staff have met with him. Governor Bergen, the same thing. Governor Justice, those are winner states. They don't do things like this. I have to syndicate that debt and all that equity. We're talking billions of dollars here. Do you think any foreign institution or any private equity firm or any pension fund would touch New York? No. And that's why New Yorkers should be concerned. The fine people of New York should ask themselves, why are we such a loser state? How are we going to attract business? It's not just the existing businesses that are fleeing out to Texas and Florida. What about new money like this that I'm talking about, like a $4 billion data center? Not a chance I would put that in New York. Zero probability. Never. And so they've got a lot of work to do to find themselves getting out of this situation. This has all occurred post-pandemic. Winner states versus loser states. Look at Tennessee right now, fastest growing city in America, Nashville. Winner state, good policy, competitive taxes. You've got to start thinking about this in the context of winners and losers. New York, mega loser state. So, Kevin, what did you think of Governor Hochul saying this is like a unique one and done because Donald Trump went too far and was so nefarious? Uh, you guys, if you're just doing what you should be doing, you have nothing to worry about. But they're very worried about it. Yeah, we're very worried. Every investor is worried because where is the victim who lost money? This is some arbitrary decision a judge made. This policy and what this says, what does this say about the bar, the legal bar in New York? Aren't they going to question this judge? What is this? $355 million and there's dollars as a, as a penalty and there's plus interest at 9% and there's no victim? I mean, I'm sorry, her, her words fall on deaf ears to everybody. There's nothing she can say to justify this decision. And this has nothing to do with Trump, nothing to do with Trump. Forget about Trump. This is not a Trump situation. This is a New York problem now. The whole world is looking at this saying, what are you doing to yourselves? Well put, Kevin. Always good chatting with you. Kevin O'Leary. Look, the bottom line is when you add in the interest, to the decision, 9% interest, it's $450 million. You're looking at a, you're looking at almost $2 billion in the first year. If he doesn't pay it off immediately. I folks, that's ridiculous. He has four. He, he has 30 days to, I believe he has 30 days to put it in escrow. And if he doesn't put that, put it in cash in escrow in 30 days, then he gets hit with 9% interest. Per day, maybe? It's something insane.
I mean, it's absolutely, it's just the most ridiculous fucking thing you've ever, it's mind boggling, but he can't appeal it until he puts the fine in escrow and it has to sit there and it's not just the fine. He has to put 120% of the fine in escrow in order to it appeal to it. The, first... the court costs. So he has to put 120% of the fine into escrow in order to even file an appeal. That's ridiculous. Okay. And if he doesn't have the cash on hand, then the state can seize his property assets and essentially put them up to auction. This is. Wonder how much money they'll get for that. huh? They say it's worth 18 million and they're going to get 235. Yep. I better they better get exactly 18 fucking million. That's all I can say. They better get exactly fucking we'll 18 million shit. dollars. Hey, we gotta drop the red pill project. All right. All right, red pill. Have a great night. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. No, Wednesday. Uh, no, Wednesday night. Yep. Tomorrow we will we're not taking be here off. tomorrow. Yep. So uh Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. She'll be back at 8 a.m. Wednesday morning. I'll be back at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Okay, you will yeah. I'm so, doing, I'm still doing the good book tomorrow. Okay. Just not so, doing the Patriot Party podcast at night. All right. So she'll be back at eight o'clock tomorrow morning mm-hmm. uh, for the good book. Miss Leanne will be at nine Oh five and mm-hmm. she'll be broadcasting both our channels and her channels. Yep. And then uh, we'll be back together Wednesday night at five 45 for the pre-show 6 PM for the regular show. So tune in. Uh, we will talk to you guys later. Adios red pill project. Peace. Everybody else. You know what time it you is. Know what time you want to get us? Yep. Damn. Skippity. You know, I do. Boys and girls, the Jamie. Cecilia, we're not leaving yet, and welcome to the show. We uh, we also broadcast on the Red Pill Project, but there's another show that comes on at 7.30, so we drop them early. We still go for another hour or so. So stick around. We're just getting started. We have so much content, it's not even funny. It's all clogged. Of course it is. I mean, I barely. My sucking skills are better than yours. I would hope so, anyway. It better be. And if mine are better than yours, it's all those years of diving. That's all I can say. Being able to hold my breath for a ridiculous amount of time. Well, you didn't spend a significant amount of time in jail, so I would say that would probably be an acceptable excuse. There you go. And I didn't say it was in the Navy, so there's... I know you weren't in the Navy, so that's not the option. Although the army is getting questionable now, too. Somebody's always been questionable. Shit, more fairy fucks in the army than there are any other service. That's true. We're always harder, though, on our own services. So I'm always harder on the army and say, God, you guys are such a bunch of fags. Really just MPs. And I can say that because one of our good friends went into the army, a straight man. Became an MP. Now he's a happily married gay man. Exactly. 
Tell tall, a house like a motherfucker. Tall, good looking, smart. Of course he's gay. At least you didn't leave yours on the uh, piece of metal because like these stupid things, they got like the magnets on the bottom. So like they stick to metal and shit. So I was sitting there one day welding and I just took my little vape thing, stuck it on the piece of metal that I was welding. Mind you, that motherfucker's grounded. <laughs> yeah, that vape pen wasn't. Let me tell you something. That thing went boom. <laughs> And I was like, oh, shit, vape pen flying. Watch out. You sure you weren't in the Marines? We are rather low on crayons. Just saying. That sounds like a Marine thing to do. <laughs> I don't need crayons. Do. <laughs> Wait, my uh, oldest son was an MP. He ain't gay. <laughs> not all of them. Were. Not all of them. Just, It's just weird how it always happens. MPs. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, if you got to cast dispersion on one MOS in the army, I, I would have to go with MPs. I can't argue with my, I can't argue with my significant other on this one. I got a feeling that most of you would agree too. Yeah. All right. Uh, Celia, glass of wine time, start dinner. I'm in Texas. So what time are you on every day? Texas time. Um, Texas is an hour behind. So it would be is five. All of Texas is it? It depends on where you are in Texas. Anyway, uh, Eastern time, we start at 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. We go till about 8.30. Um, Saturdays, I do a 2 p.m. afternoon show called Freedom Gardens with my best friend, Heather, where we talk about uh, homesteading health, how to grow your own food purely organically, um, what not to eat, health issues, etc. things like that. We do a whole segment on cooking with Liam. I'm teaching my 12-year-old, our 12-year-old, how to cook from scratch. Um, then Sundays we do true spiracy also at 2 PM, which is kind of a good all around conspiracy theory show with a lot of biblical stuff thrown in there. Cause the Bible is the OG conspiracy theory. And, uh, every morning, Monday through Friday, I do the good book, which is uh, modern day prophecy and Bible reading. Um, so modern day prophecy and ancient prophecy, um, at 8 AM Eastern. And then Saturdays at 9 a.m. Eastern. So we do this a lot. All the time. Anyway. Except for tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm just doing the good book. No Patriot Party podcast. Sorry. And Sunday, no conspiracy Because. Uh, We're going to be drunk. Or getting drunk. Yeah. same. It's St. Patrick. It's coming yeah. up on St. Patrick's Day. It's a Grand Marshal's election. It's a big deal. Our St. Patrick's Day starts a month before actually St. Patrick's Day. So. Correct. Yeah. And goes for the entire month. Anyway. Uh, back to Trump's monetary woes. She says it's going to drive businesses away. Um, no pun intended that there are truckers for Trump that are now refusing to drive into this street, into this state. I'm just one of the many millions of truckers, wrote one, who believe in God and love this country. I stand with Trump because Trump stands with me. Truckers for Trump ain't just a slogan. It's real. And I noted one of the comments to his post as he was saying, as a commercial truck driver, I will no longer be driving into this state while this is happening. And the user, the, the comment said, 
Thank you for being a true patriot. If all of us patriots stand up, we will make a difference. We have to push back against the ones trying to purposely destroy our country. And I can't help but underline that is how everyone is perceiving this abomination of a ruling that had no victims. This is called the boomerang effect that we're seeing now, like with these truckers, for example. You brought up how this could bankrupt the city. Yeah. The city currently has a $4.3 billion budget shortfall. And to Lisa's point, which was perfectly made, more businesses, especially real estate companies who are already paying really high taxes here in New York, they're out of here. They're going to Tennessee, mm -hmm. where you went to school, where you currently live now. They're going to Florida. They're going to Texas. And they're going to not come back. And know what goes with them? All of that tax revenue. So, yes, this will bankrupt the state. So you want to celebrate if you're a liberal and say, yay, we got Donald Trump. It's only a short term victory. This will only galvanize his base, to your point, and independents, I believe, as well, who see this as the weaponization of the justice system. And in the end, this could be the type of thing that destroys New York instead of. You know, I, I've always been big on boycotts, uh, not not supporting them. Doing the opposite of the boycott. Why are you, you going to be that gay? But in this, this one, this is not a boycott. This is an act of utter rebellion. This is the Boston Tea Party all over again. Exactly. They refuse to go to New York. Dude, if, if every, you guys remember um, and the first Batman with Michael Keaton, you remember the Joker, he put something in all the, the, the chemicals, you know, he was using the chemical plant. You remember how disheveled everybody looked on screen day 35 of this thing where they don't know which ones they can mix together. These certain things you can mix together that won't kill you or make you look like the Joker it, here soon. That's going to be New York. When we tune into those fucking gay ass Fox fucking programs, that's what you're going to see because there's not going to be any shampoo anymore. There's not going to be any deodorant anymore. And if there is, it's going to be like 35, 40 bucks for a stick of deodorant, 35, 40 bucks for some fucking shampoo. Because they don't have the same stock that they had quantities coming in that they had. And they already didn't have a whole lot of stock because they didn't order as much at Christmas as they have previously. They've not put in their significant orders that they normally would at the beginning of the year because people just can't fucking afford it. They already can't. All the luxury items pretty much are already not being stocked as heavily as they were previously because people can't afford it. You, guys, if, if you don't believe that's going on, I, I dare you now. Go down to Home Depot and, and ask for a specific, like a weird tool. Like go down there and be like, Hey, I, I, I need a, uh, three quarter inch, uh, basically air chuck bit for an electric drill. They have to order it online. Yeah. They'll have to order it for you because they don't have any on stock special order. Yep. Yep. Dead yep. serious. I went in today. I was looking for a specific grinding, grinding disc to cut up some concrete. I, I don't know how I knew exactly what to ask for. And I walked up to the counter and the guy was just like, now nah, we're going to have to order that. We don't have any of those. I was like, are you kidding me? He said, yeah, no, no trucks come in and we don't, we don't have any. I was like, well, fuck. All right. Well, uh, it's not just apparently, um, 
you know, this is just one guy. I can't confirm it, but uh, apparently it's not just the independent truckers that are boycotting. All right. I just received a call from a company that I was getting a load from. And they just said they don't have any loads going to New York. So if you're in New York, you won't be receiving anything from these drivers. I don't know if it's real, but I know that the companies are now saying that they're not delivering loads. It's not just the truckers, it's the companies also. Get yourself prepared, New York. Shit may hit the fan in the next couple of days. Think about it. Why would you do business in the state of New York? I mean, these truckers, are are they going to stop at the border? If you're wondering if this is going to make your commute into New York City any better, no, it won't. Because you know what truckers are still going to do? They're still going to drive through New York to get to Connecticut, Vermont, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, or not Pennsylvania, but um, Maine, mm-hmm. uh, Rhode Island. They'll they'll drive through New York to get over that side of the country. They're just not going to stop in New York anymore. Yep. That is not good. Very bad. Yep. Very bad. But hey, when you... I mean, I know it's not all New Yorkers, but look, when you vote so so far for so long and you promote people like AOC, um, the other dipshit that's in charge of the Senate, that little fucking elf. Um, Mitch McConnell? No, he's the Senate minority leader. The majority leader oh. is uh, Chuck Schumer. Yeah. When you promote these homos and you push these guys up and say that these are the people that lead you, holy shit, what do you expect from us? I, I don't get it. I realize that I'm only talking about New York City here, and but I realize that New York State is not like this at all, but holy shit, what... When your leadership comes out of that city, that's the problem. That is the whole problem. So how much does America rely on truckers? For everything? Okay. CDL Life brings up a point most people aren't considering. If truckers stopped all at once. In less than one week, hospitals will run out of basic medical supplies like insulin, bandages, and blood. Runs on food and supply markets will eradicate any surplus of food, fuel, and essentials. In less than one month, the entire healthcare system will grind to a halt for anything but the most vital of surgeries or the simplest of treatments. Every factory in North America will be offline and no one will be paid. Cities will become cesspools as garbage trucks cease to haul waste and sewer trucks will no longer bust the bilge-clogged water and sewer lines. Within one month, the United States would essentially be a third world country. Two to three days, food shortages would escalate, especially in the face of hoarding and consumer panic. Supplies of essentials such as bottled water, powdered milk, canned meat at major retailers will disappear. ATMs will run out of cash. Banks will be unable to process transactions. 
Service stations will completely run out of fuel for autos and trucks. Garbage will start piling up in urban and suburban areas. Container ships will sit idle in ports and rail transports will be disrupted, eventually coming to a standstill. That's in 72 hours. In the first week, you won't have any more gas. You won't be able to go anywhere. Yeah. Second week, the nation's clean water supply will run dry. Or begin to. In a month, I'll be gone. Um, yeah, you know, these crazy fucking liberals again, not being held to a standard. And that's the problem when there's no, you can only push people so far. Remember what's the difference between around the clock, torture and torture. You can't up it. You can't make it worse. We so far have been living through a time where we have gone through around the clock torture. Since this moron was elected into office, we, for the last three years, we have been subjected to around the clock torture. You can't up that. You can't make that worse. We're to our breaking point now. The truckers are beginning to say, fuck you. The companies are beginning to say, fuck you. It's not going to be long if we, if the people don't stand up and say, fuck you here soon. We are not going to be any sort of, we're not going to be in any better place in three, in three weeks. It's going to be way worse. At some point, the people as a whole have got to just stand up and just say, you know what? Fuck you. We're not playing your game anymore. We know for a fact we are not having an election this year. I can, I already know for a fact there were two huge droppings this weekend that told me we ain't having an election this year. We'll, well get to that, but that's yeah, coming up. Maybe. Um, Celia, I'm V. Lynn. This is my husband, Mick. Howdy. Anyway. Uh this isn't the first time this has happened. This is, there is a precedent for this. Is this guy lifting in the gym? This, and is, he took this his is the real video? Trucker Jake. Good morning, Patriots. This is Trucker Jake. There's talk of a trucker boycott of the city of New York to protest the persecution of President Trump. Now, liberals seem to think that this is a pretty funny idea. Let me tell you a quick story. A couple of years ago, Colorado's trucker was involved in a terrible accident, loss of life. It was tragic. The Colorado judge sentenced that trucker to 110 years in prison. Now, you decide for yourself whether or not he deserved that prison sentence. But when truck drivers from around America heard about that sentence, they organized a boycott against the state of Colorado. And within a month, they brought the state of Colorado to its knees. That judge resentenced that trucker from 110 years to 10 years in prison. The point is, MAGA patriots make this country run. Liberals, they make our coffee. This is Trucker Jake. God bless President Trump. God bless MAGA America. God bless our truckers. Y'all have a blessed day. God bless him. No, I absolutely. 
I, I have I not been look the same's true about our fucking taxes, folks. Hey, you see what some truck drivers can do to a fucking state? You imagine what a bunch of fucking patriots just said, fuck you, government, I ain't paying your taxes no more. Fuck you, you ain't doing what I want. That was, you, actually, you really want to look at what our tax system is here in America? It's really a contract between us and the United States of America. It's between optional. They're not obligatory. Obli- they're not, not obligated. You're not obligated. Yes, obligatory. Thank you. But if if we can, if you look at it, it's contractual based as well. They're supposed to do so much for you. In return, you pay them taxes. They're not doing shit for me. They ain't been doing shit for me for fucking years. They ain't been doing shit for you for fucking years. I. Go ahead and say it's probably about time that we just go ahead and stop doing that annual thing that everybody hates anyway. And we all have fucking issues with that date. And we start looking at April 15th as our freedom date. Freedom from fucking paying that retarded bullshit. Hmm. Because why? What, what, What are your taxes going to? Nothing. Nothing that you want. They're being spent in every other country that you don't want. They're being spent everywhere else that you don't want. They're not being spent here in America. They're not being spent on the Americans. No, we support fucking 800 and other, 820 other fucking states out there. Pretty much states yeah. of America. Ukraine. Outside of the 50 states that we currently claim. Mm-hmm. Ukraine's the 52nd state. I, I, I completely agree that... Yes, let's say fuck New York, but hey, let's everybody else wake the fuck up, look at these truckers, and use them as what they are. Their motivation for the rest of us to say, fuck Fuck you. you. Well, this is the video where he supposedly walked back his comments, so um, you can judge for yourself. I I just wanted to hear it because I was really hoping he didn't. Mm -hmm. I was really Good morning, Patriots. This is Trucker Jake. Let's talk about the New York City trucker boycott. Of course, overnight, liberals all have become experts on the trucking industry. They all know logistics forward and backwards. Well, we're all going to lose our jobs. We're all going to be replaced by AI. Here's the thing. We have a deficit in this country of 85,000 truck drivers. You want to do AI? Bring it. We could use the help. But it's not going to happen in my lifetime. It's not going to happen in your lifetime. not going to happen in your grandkids' lifetime. And then you're going to say, oh, the, the, the illegals, they're going to take your jobs. Really? The illegals? They can't pass a background check, can't pass a drug screening, and then you got the language barrier. What insurance company is going to hire someone who cannot pass a background check? So anyway, truckers, you're safe. Those of you truckers who have to work, totally get it. You do you. No one's going to eat your lunch if you're not going to, you know, be part of the boycott. But those of you who are part of the boycott, boycott, God bless you. This is Trucker Jake. God bless President Trump. God bless MAGA America. God bless you truckers out there, and y'all have a great day. Okay, he didn't walk him back. I I, I really like this guy. I think this guy is, I, 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 you know, you want to know why I really kind of like this guy? There's no ad when he starts talking. There's no ad when he's done. Yep. I thought I had, there was another one. He said something else, but I, I, I don't I'm think just so. saying. Anyway. Those are the ones you normally want to follow because those are the guys that aren't crooked. Yeah. But 
you know, for the people in New York, it's already in it, prices are already insane. Okay. Um, before we got married, just before we got married. So this is probably 21 years ago, 22 years ago. It was my mother's 50th birthday. I was living in Colorado and my dad flew me home as a surprise because he actually, he threw this huge surprise party for her. He rented out the bottom of a church and he told her they were going to see Tony and Tina's wedding, which was, at the time was an off-Broadway show. And he had like um, a whole like invitation made up or whatnot. And, and it, you know, was for Tony and Tina's wedding. It looked like it was for this play. And so they had to hide me before the show because I was a surprise. She hadn't seen me in, I don't know, six months or whatever. So uh, I came home and actually hung out with you that week. Um, but uh, I was kind of tooling around the city before I had to show up at a specific place at a specific time at this church where the the party was. And uh, so I stopped at the time I was smoking cigarettes. I stopped and I got a pack of cigarettes and a bottle of water. 22 years ago, it was $10 for a pack of cigarettes and a bottle of water. And I thought that was insane. Now it's like 20 bucks. Yeah, was more than that. Probably for a pack of cigarettes and a bottle of water. For a pack of, of smokes? A yeah. pack of smokes alone is almost 20 bucks in the city. That's insane. And then a bottle of water, you know, you get a decent bottle of water. That's like six bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be lucky to not spend $30 on a bottle of water and a pack of smokes in the in New York City. Yeah. Dead serious. You imagine buying fresh fruit in, near, in, a, in a bodega? Oh my God, that's got to be like, you know, it used to be back in the day, the best places to go was uh, you go down, I, my dad, I, I guess. Okay. So I guess my family is a bunch of racists. Fine. Just go ahead and call me that. But I, I'm dead serious. We were a bunch of Irish hoodlums. We were a small Irish sect in a huge Italian neighborhood. And we would walk up our street from where we lived in the Bronx. We'd walk one street north of me and there was the best like Italian farmer's market, like back in the day, like I'm talking Godfather style. You're walking down, there's tomatoes out, there's oranges, there's whatever you want. And you're just walking around. You can go up, inspect the fruit. There's a guy standing right there with a paper bag. He'll toss it the paper bag for you. And you, you could get all you, all you needed for like a, a good couple weeks at that little market. That market closed down fucking years ago because they stopped doing open air markets in New York City. They said it was illegal because it was an infestation problem. Now I guarantee every family in that place is begging for those things to come back because you could go get it for what they bought it for out, at, out in the country. That was the difference. There was no taxes added. These people trucked it in themselves and they charged you what they bought it for. It was like... It was like heaven because you could buy actual produce at a reasonable price. I mean, this place wasn't open very long. I mean, they opened up in the morning. They were pretty much sold out by about two. So people flooded that place and sacked it. But it's no longer there. But, man, back in the day, that shit, especially in New York City, those are lifesavers. Now they just don't happen anymore because they outlawed all that shit. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. We do it to ourselves all the time. We cut our own own noses to spite our faces all the fucking time. 
Celia, we got out of the great cold north a long time ago. We're in Georgia now. Um, but, and it's, I mean, it's, it's just as bad here. I literally, I went to the store with the kid and if he hadn't done, like we were talking about the contractual thing with taxes, if he hadn't done the work that I asked him to do in an efficient, timely manner and didn't bitch about it and brought him to get ice cream, but that was separate. I paid cash for that. Um, but we went over to Publix and I got a thing of Q-tips and everything I got was on sale. Okay. I got a thing of Q-tips. I got two things of tea and two bags of potato chips, three bags of potato chips. Cause I got one for him too. And it still cost me like 30 bucks, $37 actually, almost 40 bucks for fucking nothing, nothing. Seriously. That would have cost like $15 four years ago. Easy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. See, this shouldn't be called Bidenomics. We should rename rename this right now to Bidenflation. Bidenflation? Yeah, because yeah. that's all this is. It's not Bidenomics. This is Bidenflation. Nothing. We are never going to see prices lower than what we saw them just before all this shit started. Yeah. We'll never see prices that low again. Listen. I just spent almost $12 on grapes. I'm mind blown at this. It's $11.62 for fucking grapes. The time I go to the store, I'm just shocked. Work a nine to five job. I get paid like pretty well. Have four kids. I just honestly don't know how people are making it. I think it's not possible to just have a nine to five job anymore. You either need to like significantly decrease your lifestyle to keep up with what things are costing now and or find another way to make money. I've been able to start digital and affiliate marketing to like bridge that gap for all the inflation and the cost, which has worked well for me and my family. I do work. I don't have time to go to like store and this store and that store to get like the best deals on stuff. And I have four freaking kids. Like they are so damn expensive. I just want to know, what are you guys doing? Are you really cutting back on how you spend being any extras? Are you finding other ways to make money? What are you guys doing? So here's what we're doing. It's a good question. I'll answer her question. And well, first off, a lot of people are doing like digital promotion, marketing, things like that. And um, the issue is that now they're bringing in more money just to try and keep up with inflation, just to put some kind of food on the table and pay all of their bills in one month. And their tax returns are significantly lower than they were before because they made that extra money. Yep. And they're jumping brackets probably. Exactly. Sometimes you might be pushing a bracket yep. issue, yep. especially if you're like me, you got a retirement, you're working a full-time job. If she took a job, we'd jump another tax bracket. Yeah. We couldn't do that. No, absolutely. It's actually better that she's not working. Mm -hmm. um, I also, I went through all of our subscriptions and I, you know, in places like Amazon, it's really fucking hard to find them. Never mind, cancel them. And uh, so, but go look, go dig for all your subscriptions. And, shit, go get that app. Uh, Rocket Money. Yeah, no shit. Which, it's worth it. For one month, pay for it for one month, use it, get rid of all your subscriptions, and then fucking get, dump the app. Yep. Pay for it for one month, pay the $2.99, one month, boom, you're good. Now, all that extra money that you were dumping out the corner, like the cor like 
seriously, I had like fucking six or seven Amazon subscriptions. I had no idea. Dude, I, even I just went through them all the other day and killed them. And even things like, I think I kept Epic Times because we utilize them so much for news for the show. But uh, all the Substack subscriptions that we had, I, I'm I'm sorry, I had to get rid of them. I don't subscribe to people on X because if you're not willing to put your content out for free, then I'm not willing to pay for it. Honestly, that's what it is. Um, you know, if, if you want to try and make extra money, like what we do, we have sponsors here on the show. Um, some of our sponsors pay us in a percentage of the product that we sell for them with a promo code. That's how they track it or an affiliate link. Some of our sponsors pay us in product, which we would buy anyway. So we're totally fine with that. Like serious CBD is our sponsor tonight. You guys get an and we chose this option, so we get you the biggest discount. You get 35% off with promo code DEFIANT at Get Serious CBD. All the time. 35% off. That's insane. I got up. I hate fucking being old. I got up out of the chair wrong today and, like, slipped my sciatica down the wrong way. And, like, it's just been twinging now. And I went and I put some Serious CBD on it. It was the only way I could go back out after lunch and go back out into the garden. So, um, you know, it's, that's, that's how you're going to make a little bit of extra money, at least to pay the internet bill and, you know, the rumble and the pod bean and the stream yard and all the things that keeps the show going. And then on top of that, obviously we grow as much of our own food as we possibly can. Um, and everything's starting to come up now. So, uh, that's a huge thing. And then of course I make electroculture antennas to sell. So I started our, you know, we started our own business to help other people grow their food. Do I make a lot of money off of those? No, that's not the point though. It's a little bit, it helps, but I'm, I, we will never, the only thing that we have behind a paywall is on one of the sub stacks, the, very personal book that I'm writing. That's my own story. Not any of the angel stuff. All that's free. Cause I don't think you should have to pay for that. Um, that's the only thing we have behind a paywall. So, cause eventually when I publish it as a book, you'd have to pay for the book. So, um, that's it. I hate it when people charge for their content really annoys me, really annoys me. I think it's stupid. It is. So if you, if you are going to do it, you know what the space is. It doesn't make sense to charge. I, I don't say anything special enough for you guys to, Oh yeah, well I'll pay for that. Fuck that. I don't want you to pay for it. I think it's stupid. Um, Patriot Jane. Just put it, pull up the that's banner. Oh, that's true. Uh, Patriot, <laughs> sorry. Patriot Jane said, I want to get some electroculture antennas. What's the email? Uh, it, the website is electrofreedom.com. And yes, I'll put it up on here. And we're running a promotion right now where if you spend $50, add a six pack of 12 inch green thumb antennas to your cart, use promo code leap and you get those for free. So spend $50 at electrofreedom.com. Add a six pack of 12 inch antennas to your cart. Use promo code leap at checkout. And that six pack of antennas is free. They're great for starting seedlings. Um, or I mean, it, put them in pots or, you know, indoors, whatever. Electroculture works everywhere. So. so when you're done doing that and your body hurts all over because you've been out there bending over doing fucking crazy shit that you haven't done fucking 20 years and you're really sore, that's when you go over to 
series CBD, mm-hmm. you either get the oil. Just remember, if you get the oil, you might piss hot. Yep. I can't say yes or no to pissing hot. I was not doing, um, I did not do the oral serious. I only did the topical stuff uh, when I was in the fire department. So I don't know if you actually piss hot from it or not. I mean, it's only got like 3% THC or less than 3% THC in it or 0.03% THC. So I don't know if it technically will show up in your urine or not. So to be on the safe side, if you're going to do it, don't do, if you get piss tested, don't do the oral stuff, just do the topical stuff. If you don't care and it doesn't matter, the gummies, the, the, the fucking liquid, it's gold. I put it in my fucking coffee, coffee every morning. fucking morning. I cannot start my day without a cup of coffee and a fucking shot of Siri CBD in it. Mm-hmm. So it is the best way to start your day. Uh, makes Takes away all my pain. So all the little nicks, spurs, bangs, bumps, all the little shit you feel old kind of goes away when you take it. So. Uh, Slopsky, I actually used the oil that um, our friends at Kush Cream sent me to make the cookies with. Um, but those, I'm, those are a lot better. Unfortunately, that's it's, the better stuff. It's gone. That's the good, but, good stuff. Uh, and Tracy, I don't think the discounts combine. Um, I think it's one or the other, but promo code Defiant gets you 35% off. Right now, Sirius is running 15% off all February, but promo code Defiant still gets you 35% off. So it's you get the bigger discount. So, uh, does it help with shoulder tendonitis? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Use it every day. Yes, yes, yes. Literally every morning. It doesn't matter if, you know, um, Oh, great, great. Here, here. You get to learn about how big of an asshole Mick is. Ready? (laughs) You guys get to hear the personalized story from VLIN about how big of an asshole Mick is. What a wonderful wife I am. So even if like, I mean, this is why I do the good book at eight o'clock in the morning, because even if the kids are off school, it doesn't matter. Mick has to go to work. We get up at six, um, six thirty. Generally, he's out of the shower and I'm, you know, puttering around or whatever. Sometimes I'm still laying in bed and he's like, hey, babe. Can you cover up my neck? And I get out of bed every morning without complaint. And uh, and I, I we have a whole procedure. Um, serious CBD first. I do both sides of his neck and now his lower back because his sciatica is fucked up too because we're old. Um, and then I do the uh, mentholated Kush cream on top of that in the same spots and in the front of his neck where he had surgery. And that's like that gets him through the whole day. So I literally slather him down with serious CBD and Kush cream. It goes all the way down morning. the neck, the shoulder, all, yeah. all over. Yeah. So yes, it is fucking, it is epic. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it, it will take away so much of your pain. You, you can't even imagine. And it's pretty instant. So anyway, it is very, very nice. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Well worth the money. And it's coming out of Missouri now, not out of New York. So you don't have to worry about the trucker. there. Although if you're in New York, I don't know if you're going to get it there. Well, no, USPS will still yeah, ship in there. USPS will gonna... still deliver. Absolutely. They're not going to shut down over Trump. Yeah. They might shut down Trump, but I, you know what, Life of Brian, I've heard of those. I've, I've heard a lot of people talking about those. Um, I want to try them. Um, I heard they're epic. I've heard that there's an easy way to do it yourself. You can make them. You can sew two sheets together, throw some copper wire in the middle and throw, just make sure that your grounding stake is outside your house in the ground. You could do that too. Um, I, but I've heard a lot about the grounding sheets. Um, I, 
I gotta, I've got to find them and try that. I've got to figure that out. But yeah, I've heard that as well. That's craziness. Yeah. I, I don't know that I have not done. So I cannot swear by it. What I can tell you, I do do. Um, and if you don't know, I didn't say do do shit. I did anyway. <laughs> what I can tell you that I do is the cold baths. All right. Look, I know there's a bunch of people saying who the fuck jumps in a cold bath. I'm telling you right now, it is the best thing for your body that you will ever experience and don't judge it on just a month. You've got to do it for a good six to eight weeks before you really start to notice an honest to God difference. It's about six weeks when I noticed it because what you notice immediately is swelling, any swelling that you had before, especially in joints. See ya. Bye-bye because it forces all because you're so cold and you, one thing you got to do. And there's a lot of people that don't like doing it. You got to up your time. When your tolerance ups, you've got to up. And people don't like doing that. And I keep reminding people, hey, look, if five minutes, you're still really cold at five minutes. Okay, that's good. But if you get to five minutes and you're like, yeah, it's not that bad. You got to go 10. You go 10 minutes. Oh, it's not that bad. You got to go 15. Don't do anything past 20. But just like being in a hot tub. You got to you got to get in there. You got to hold it for that long, because if you don't hold it for that long, it's not going to do any good for you. Definitely ice in the water, Ben. We get big bags of ice and fill that bitch up. I just go up to work and fill up my coolers and yeah. bring them home and dump them in there. Uh, Patriot Jane, there's um, there's a like a chat message function or a way to email me through the website email at electrofreedom.com. Um, so we can discuss what would be best for your needs and your budget and whatnot. So hit me up through the website and that way it'll come to my work email and, uh, and we can go from there. So anyway, um, did we already watch this? No. And I don't, are you sure? Yeah. Um, Oh, <laughs> did y'all hear that Bill and Melinda Gates sold a whole bunch of stock yesterday? Like a whole bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, like basically everything. Wait a minute. They did what? They sold all their stock options yesterday. They, they bailed out of the stock market. Bill and Melinda Gates bailed out of the Why? stock market. I don't, that's a great question. That's what everyone's asking. Why did Bill and Melinda Gates jump out of the stock market yesterday? Yeah. Huh. I thought there's so much content up here that it's hard to find things now, but um did y'all know about this? Why did Bill and Melinda Gates jump out of the hole? Oh, here it is. How much did they sell? Hold on. I mean that's that that to me is crazy in and out of itself but i i just want to know what they sold because that's epic and why did they do it to save companies or to past few months oh they've been doing this for months uh this is not good then folks um hold on microsoft 
So, all right. The only thing they kept, they kept, they reduced Microsoft 2.74%. And I know this is really hard to read. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, this is like tiny as, as I'll get out, but they kept, uh, they reduced Deer and Company 9.2% and they reduced Berkshire Hathaway 11.8%. This is what they've sold 100% of Apple in shares use test, use technology, Meta, Adobe, Applied Materials, Amgen, Ameriprise Financial, Amazon.com, Broadcom, Booking Holdings, Chubb Limited, Cisco Systems, CVS Health, Chevron, Elevance Health, Eaton Corp, Alphabet, Goldman Sachs, Johnson & Johnson, J.P. Morgan Chase, Invesco, Lockheed Martin, Morgan Stanley, Norfolk Southern, and the Nvidia, list, and the list Oracle goes on Company, and on and Pfizer, on and on. Procter & Gamble, Polk Group, PNC Financial, uh, Schlumberger, TJX Companies, Thermo Fisher Scientific, Train Technologies, Total Energies, Unilever, United Health Group, Visa, Technology Select, ExxonMobil, American Tower, Walt Disney, Eastman Chemical, Alphabet Inc., Home Depot, Lowe's, Merkin Company. They sold 100% of all of that in the last few months. They Yes, they did get a divorce. Um, I wonder if this is part of the divorce. Bezos sold $4 billion in Amazon stock in the past week. Oh, okay. Well, maybe not. So wait a minute. What the fuck is about? Something's about to happen. So Something fucking weird is going on. So the question is, is the economy about to crash? Because yes. everything was green today across the board. I noticed that, that everything was green when I came home. All the stocks, everything was up. Everything was on the up, both the fucking S&P 500. Everything was up. Just this information coming out that Bill and Melinda Gates sold all that stock and that could Jeff tank Bezos, everything. they could tank everything because when regular investors see that, that they they're did, selling they're off, they're start like, oh, selling. fuck, we're getting out. We're getting out. Yeah, they jumped, dropped 100%, not not just a couple shares here and there. No, they dumped the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, that that alone could crash the economy. That could crash the stock market. Fuck, just from us talking about it. But Damn hey. it. Why did fucking the gay guy's fucking car have to win again? All right. Anyway. Okay, fine. Let's have a TikTok fight. I'm feeling feisty today. Oh, this guy's talking about the financial collapse of 2024. He gave a good definition on what a derivative is, and then he just failed completely after that point. Of all that $715 trillion is the notional value. It is not the actual market value. This guy did you a huge disservice by not explaining the difference between the two. Okay, bud, this take is super tired. We know what notional value means. If you don't know what notional value means, derivative contracts are executed on leverage. And so the amount of money that is uh, on the table, so to speak, looks really big because the amount of money that they're worth is huge, but the amount of money you actually put up is much smaller. So in theory, if everything works correctly, you don't stand to lose all of the notional value of these contracts. You just stand to lose the smaller amounts and everything's hedged and you're going to be totally safe. And that's exactly what Bill Wang thought when he was going ape shit with his firm Archegos doing all kinds of crazy derivatives bets a little bit off the books because derivatives are basically unregulated. He was intentionally manipulating all sorts of different stocks and parts of the market because, you know, billionaires all have great morals. And then his portfolio just got away from him. Who knows? And once his firm collapsed and there was no one to pay back all of the other contracts that he had open, 
Credit Suisse, who was the counterparty for most of his contracts, they got fucked because notional value doesn't matter until the counterparty on your trade goes away. And then you're left holding a bag of shit with no one to balance it out. If you don't know what happened to Credit Suisse the year later, they went under. It's threatened the entire banking global network. They had to have an emergency rescue where UBS took them on for it was a crazy deal. And now we're all watching and waiting to see if UBS survives unpacking Credit Suisse's toxic bags of shit. About a month ago, Wall Street on Parade reported on how late last year, the Federal Reserve sent Citibank three notices directing the bank to address in the coming months how it measures risk of default by counterparties in derivative transactions. Meaning they're worried about the counterparty risk that Citibank might experience because of all of these trillions of dollars of derivative notional value they have open. If you're not aware, Citibank has not been doing too hot ever since 2008 when they collapsed and never recovered. Derivatives have always been ticking time bombs. Everyone has always known it. The banks have always lobbied for less regulation on derivatives because it's the best way for them to fleece everyone and make a ton of money doing really sketchy gambling-like trades in the market. Derivatives are also a great way to uh, manipulate markets, such as the precious metals market. That's a whole other rabbit hole. So anyways, let's keep going. Uh, let's talk about that nonsense he said about the everything bubble about to collapse and the crushing of the U.S. dollar. The everything bubble already popped in 2022. Yes, I'm super. I'm sure that the everything bubble popped. And you know they did because CNN and MSNBC told you that they did. I too can read The Motley Fool. If you were alive back in 2008 and you remember the global cataclysm that unfolded because of that collapse, that was just a housing bubble. They didn't call it an everything bubble for a reason. This is a whole different beast, buddy. And a double top with a bunch of euphoria added on, a dead cat bounce. The pain we experienced in the last two years is not how an everything bubble pops, homie. That's called kicking the can and making the problem worse. But when it comes to predicting the future, it's just people's opinions. And my opinion is that Geo is wrong. And y'all can form your own opinions. Geo makes great points about what happened to the dollar, what happened to oil and such during a collapse. Although it's worth noting that all of the patterns that he's referring to of what happens when the economy starts to tank are based on recent patterns as the dollar has been the global reserve currency. And in case you haven't noticed, there's certain global trends going on where the dollar might not be the world reserve currency for very much longer. Oh, bro, what the fuck is this? What? Now let's talk about all that debt he was freaking out about and the securitization of that debt. Now, there are delinquencies in student loans and auto loans. No disagreement there. But those types of loans don't guide market crashes. It's home loans. Gio's totally right. Student loans and auto loans are not going to crash the economy. They're just going to make shit worse when commercial real estate crashes the economy. Once again, he looks at the situation and can only imagine it happening exactly as it's happened in history, or however the mainstream financial news tells him it's gonna happen. Because this time it's not home loans that are the problem. It's the commercial real estate, like big office buildings, you know, things that you are not renting. The commercial real estate market is currently facing a looming crisis. According to Morgan Stanley analysts, there is a potential for a decline in commercial property price by up to 40%. Kevin O'Leary is worried about it. 
as is everyone else. There's so much you can read about. And they're not delinquent yet. This is delinquencies on commercial real estate loans. But what do you think happens when all those commercial real estate properties that they took out all these loans to get, sorry, that they took out all these loans to get, that was the level we were at in 2008. When all those properties that are now on their balance sheets lose 40% of their value, what do you think happens to their balance sheets? But the real problem is that according to Goldman Sachs, around 80% of all bank loans for commercial properties come from regional banks. These are how many real estate loans are out from regional banks. You know, the same regional banks that currently have everyone shivering in their boots, the ones that had to get bailed out last year, and that program is coming to an end next month. The ones that big banks actually want to collapse so that they can absorb them into becoming even bigger banks. Last but not least, let's talk about the entire U.S. monetary supply, which went from almost $22 trillion to $20.7 trillion. You know why the money supply dropped like crazy? Because the Fed was raising interest rates and demolishing the everything bubble. It sounds like Gio Hussar has been reading too much of the New York Times telling him about how soft landings are just so fucking cushy in America. And he thought we were actually having a soft landing when Bloomberg demonstrated that actually the more news articles about soft landings in gray, the more likely we are headed into massive recessions and economic problems. Yellow is the 2000 bubble and the 2008 bubble. That's coronavirus and whatever happens next. I mean, after all, they need to publish all these articles about soft landing because they need suckers like you and Geo to buy at the top of the bubble, while people like Jeff sell the top of the bubble and get really rich so they can buy back in at the bottom. My guy, I'm sure you meant well and you just wanted to issue a warning, but you've made it very clear that you don't have an understanding of the material that you are discussing. I have a degree in mathematics, I have a master's in statistics, and another degree in economics. <laughs> Dude, nice degrees, bud. Are you salty that you spent a couple hundred thousand dollars just so you could get schooled by high school dropouts on the internet? You mad, bro? But don't worry, Gio. I'm sure everything's fine. You just keep buying the top and it's all going to be hunky-dory. I'm sure that 2024 and 2025 are going to be very prosperous. No, nah, but in all seriousness, I'm just playing. I don't actually have any animosity. I'm just feeling feisty and I just wanted to give back some of the energy you were giving out. The best thing about social media is when it's used for a genuine discussion between adults having conversations, learning, debating. And although Gio's coming a little spicy, I'm not taking it personally. I'm not stressed about it. Nothing but love. Thanks for making a response, Gio. Have fun with your bull market. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. Oh. I wish he was still a little spicy about it, but hey, still, nonetheless, great job, dude. That was fucking well put. Uh, he is obviously a long-term long -term supporter of the big narrative, and I, I like how these people who come out with these great big degrees and all this shit, like oh, I'm a, I'm a doctor in mathematics and I did all this shit and I counted the ones and the zeros and I counted them over and over again. And I put them all in a neat line. It's, it's like the guy that works at the M&M factory that spells everything upside down. No different. This guy's out here and he's talking about all this shit. And then where does he cite all of his sources? The New York times. Why? Because a dedicated mainstream thought, mogul 
got into their fucking education system and started corrupting every cocksucker that goes to a business school or anything else. Listen to the fucking mainstream media. That's what they teach you in school. Take your orders from the mainstream media and you can see the difference between the one dude right there who... Look at the New York Times. The New York Times tells me to do this. Hut, 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 hut. I'll go down, sell my shares, buy my shares. I'll buy at the head. Yes, where it's really not advantageous for me. Meanwhile, this guy who did his own research, high school dropout, spent zero, dude, not six figures on an education, zero. Spent no money on an education. And he just schooled you. Was that degree that's hanging on the wall worth it now? Just asking for a friend. You know, you know that you know that joke? You like apples? How about them apples? Are you still paying off your student loans or did Joe take care of that for you? Illegally, by the way. Uh, you know what else Joe did? You know, he's been in Congress or in the Senate since the fucking creation of 120 years. the country. 120 years. All right. I'm sorry. 120, 120 years. years. That's what Joe always tells us. Half, 120 half, years. Half the creation of the country. Half the length of, of the nation. So it shouldn't alive, surprise so. you that Joe has had his dick beaters in just about every fucked up bill that has ever gone through Congress. Absolutely. Here you go. He Most absolutely has. Uh, you're never going to believe uh, who is the single person most responsible for civil asset forfeiture uh, in the United States as it is right now. Um, I'll give you a clue. He's the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. In uh, uh, 1971, the RICO Act was created, which created the beginning of the, the foundation for civil asset forfeiture, using, as Kat said, the war, the war on drugs, uh, the, but for the DEA to be able to, to do it. Uh, but it didn't have a lot of limitations on it. Uh, in, 19, in the 1980s, Joe Biden wanted to show how tough he was on crime uh, to, to burnish those credentials. And so he asked the, uh, the Reagan administration to do, I think, the Department of Justice to do a report on this civil forfeiture and if it was being used broadly enough. And they came back and said, no, in fact, actually, we could be using it a lot more. And so Joe Biden introduced and got passed, which was happily signed by Reagan, the Comprehensive Forfeiture Act of 1983, which created a, a system which now has led to a point where the government, not including taxes or, or, or uh, Fed inflation, just straight up taking people's stuff on suspicion of a crime, they steal more from Americans than all other private sector crime combined. That's what civil forfeiture is. Really? We put the adults back in office? They can just take your shit if they don't like you. Did you know that? Thanks, Joe. Yep. Anyway. Come come and get it. Come and mm -hmm. get it. You got it. Because I'm going to give it back to you one bullet at a time. Okay. Normally right. from a long ways off, too. Either way, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yep. We'll be back tomorrow. No, we won't. We'll be back Wednesday night, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. She'll be back tomorrow morning at 08 for the good book, 905. Love steps up, and she's on tomorrow. We will not be on tomorrow. Correct. So, till Wednesday, fuckers. Keep your heads down. Hold, hold your asses tight, and uh, we'll see you later. For the Mick. And V Lynn. Peace. Thanks for watching, y'all.
snares and alligators But once you get to the gate You can't depend on your waiters Cause you'll be over your tater I'm talking growing tomatoes Feeding the worms I fish with later I'll have a fish stick plate Over a six foot grave Before I take a knee As our anthem play My hands on my heart I stand on what I say And my second amendment Handles what I can't I ain't trying to be Billy Badass Or talk shit I'm just saying There's the line Don't cross it I got a red rod Fuck around and find out. 